The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my Twitter account. I am at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBetting.com. That is the Twitter account for LockBetting.com as well. The premium pay service that I own has delivered 113 months in a row of transparent track profit. If you look at the pin tweet on that Twitter account, it is the PL from the previous month, which was the 113th month in a row of transparent track profit. That was the month of October. Sign up in time now for the World Cup because that's where I'll be releasing all of my official plays, including my futures. But if you want to check out the podcast that we are putting out at the moment, I've already covered groups A and B on one show, and I've also covered groups C and D on another. Groups E and F will be released at the start of next week. And then finally, groups G and H will be released a few days before the tournament. I'll also be doing an overall future show looking at the outright winner of the tournament and other props like the top goal scorer as well. I'll also be pairing on the Sports Gambling Podcast to talk to Ryan and Sean and that will be your basic soccer for dummies type World Cup preview. So something for everybody. So make sure you check out all of my additional content which will also include an episode of the Fight Show this weekend covering the weekend UFC card as Adesanya takes on Pereira. But we are here to look at the EPL and this is the final EPL game week before the teams go away for the World Cup for the next six weeks with the EPL returning on Boxing Day, so the day after Christmas. We begin with the 12.30 kickoff as Manchester City host Brentford. Obviously, Manchester City at home are the overwhelming favourites here at the price of 1-9. to nine. It's 17-2 to two on the draw. And Brentford are the 20-1 to one underdogs. As per usual, it's always difficult to handicap the Man City games, especially when they're at home as a significant favourite like this. 
I think the way I'm going to play this is just to take the Manchester City team total, which is over two and a half goals for this one. That is a juiced line as well. So you have to take four to six minus 150 here on City to score three goals. But I just don't see how they don't get there. I think Haaland will return here to the team after missing a few games. I think he'll end up on the score sheet for a Manchester City team who has scored 41 goals in 11 competitive home games this season. And they have managed to eclipse this total of over two and a half goals on eight occasions here. And they're coming up against a Brentford team who have shipped 11 goals in their last three away games. So not giving Brentford too much of a chance here. I think Manchester City should be able to get their three goals and they are available at a price of four to six minus 150 to get them here in this early kickoff tomorrow. Up next, we move across to the three o'clock kickoffs. And we start with the game between Bournemouth and Everton, where Bournemouth are the 15 to 8 underdogs. It's 11 to 5 on the draw, and it's 6 to 4 here on Everton. Difficult to know what to do with this game. Everton have a tendency to set up defensively, especially away from home. But Bournemouth's games as of late have been relatively high scoring in terms of who wins it. It's really difficult to make a case for Everton away from home. As for Bournemouth, there's still a team who I think will regress and will ultimately end up going down. But I'm going to lean on Bournemouth here as a pick because they really shouldn't be the underdogs here in this game, given the fact they beat Everton 4-1 in midweek and have now won three times at home this season, while Everton are winless in four away games, losing three of them and scoring just one goal. So only Wolves and Nottingham Forest have scored fewer Premier League goals than Everton this season. And uh, this is a Bournemouth team who have won three of their seven home games coming up against an Everton team who are winless away from home, losing three of them and scoring just once. And that, for me, is enough to take Bournemouth here as a pick. You can lay a little bit more juice if you want to take Bournemouth to avoid a defeat here, but that's a lot of juice. That's close to 1-2, to two, minus 200. So we'll take Bournemouth as a pick here and fade Everton on the road where they've been relatively poor so far this season. Up next... We look at the game here between Liverpool and Southampton, where Liverpool are the one to four favourites. It's six to one on the draw and it's 11 to one here on Southampton. Southampton ended up sacking Ralph Halsenhutl. Um That was probably long overdue, not because I think he was doing a bad job. I think he was doing a really, really good job. And um, he's done a good job for a while. He's overperformed as a manager. When you look at the squad and look at the money he's been given, given that Southampton are a forever present in the Premier League, he's often been touted to get the sack, but has always managed to find the results to avoid it. And that includes being beaten not once, but twice, 9-0 whilst being the Southampton manager. But I say it's overdue because the rumours have been there for such a long time and uh, eventually they have come to fruition. The rumours have ended up being fact and he has gone and this has been very, very much speculated since the start of this season in particular. But what's surprising is who Southampton have gone for to replace him. They've gone for Nathan Jones, who's the manager of Luton Town, And obviously, this is a tough start starting here against Liverpool. 
The Saints travel to Anfield to face Liverpool, which is the same place where Roberto De Zerbi started as the Brighton manager and managed to get a draw. But I just don't think Nathan Jones is going to be as fortunate. I think that Liverpool will win this game comfortably. And I think Nathan Jones is going to continue to struggle. Southampton did have some investment in the summer, but they were players that were picked out by Hassan Hootel. And uh, they were young players that were going to develop into top players, scouted by by him. And um, it's difficult to see how they're going to develop under Nathan Jones when they weren't his signings. And it's difficult to see him getting more money in January. And as I said, the Southampton team have massively overperformed expectations. When you look at the squad that they have, the players that they have, the money that they've been given, Ralph Hasenhutl did a very, very good job. And I think, unfortunately for Southampton, they're, they're going to find out how good of a job he actually did. Um, my selection for this game is to take Liverpool to get the win. And I'm going to tack on Mo Salah to score, which gets this to plus money. So Mo Salah to score and Liverpool to win actually moves this up to 21 to 20. So plus money there, plus 105. Salah has scored in each of his last four starts, including two in a win against Tottenham last weekend. He scored eight times in his last eight matches. So I back Salah to score here against Southampton as Liverpool win comfortably and hand Nathan Jones a difficult start as the manager of Southampton, not expecting any kind of manager bounce here in this one. Up next, we look at the game here between Nottingham Forest and Crystal Palace. Forest coming off a big win against Tottenham in the Carabao Cup in midweek. They are the 21 to 10 favourites to win this game. It's 11 to 5 on the draw and it's 11 to 8 on Palace. Difficult game really to find a lean, but my gut tells me that Nottingham Forest will build on what they did against Tottenham in midweek. They tried to take that game by the scruff of the neck and that's largely down to how Tottenham plays. They like to sit in and invite and invite pressure and try to win the game on the counter-attack. That didn't work for Tottenham. And in the end, Forrest ended up creating chance after chance. And that was actually their second team. They made a load of changes for that game. And the perceived first teamers will come in. But I wouldn't be surprised to see some Forrest players like Jesse Lingard who had a good game keeping his place. And I think Forrest will force the pressure here. I think they need to win this game. They need to start winning games or they will be relegated. And I think they'll look at Crystal Palace as a team they can beat. But ultimately... I do think both teams will end up finding the net here because Forrest have conceded a goal every 42 minutes on average this season and have conceded 2.14 goals per game in the league so far. Both teams have actually scored in four of Forrest's last five home games and Crystal Palace are actually unbeaten across their last eight clashes with promoted sides. So I think Forrest will fancy their chances here, even though Palace have got a good record against promoted teams. I think they'll look at this as a game that they should try and win and I think they'll do everything to win that game and that will lead to Forrest finding the net. But ultimately, I think Palace will too. And the selection of both teams to score stands out here at plus money. It's available at 21 to 20. The same price we actually took for the last game for Liverpool to win and Salah to score. Up next, we look at the game between Tottenham and Leeds where Tottenham are the three to four favourites to win it. This line has continued to come in all week. It started at four to seven, then it was at eight to 13, and it stabilised at four to six. And now you are getting three to four just the day before the game on Tottenham on the money line. It's three to one on the draw, and it's 19 to five on Leeds. I like that the Tottenham price is getting bigger and bigger because I really like Tottenham here in this spot. This is almost a must-win game. And 
I looked at the Tottenham performance in midweek and what I saw was a lot of players that didn't really want to get injured for the World Cup. I saw a lot of players who were very non-committal. I thought Tottenham got bullied in that game by Nottingham Forest. But here they come back home and being bullied is going to be completely unacceptable because the way Tottenham are playing at the moment, they're not going to be playing Champions League football next season because they're going to end up dropping out of the top four and Antonio Conte is going to end up getting the sack. So what I see is Tottenham trying to bounce back here and giving one last push against a Leeds team who just don't do very well against the big six, particularly away from home. This Tottenham side have won seven of their 10 competitive home games this season, while Leeds have lost five of their last six away trips. And for me, I think this Tottenham bounce back is almost an auto play here in this one. Leeds haven't beaten Tottenham away from home since 2001. And when you're looking at this spot, this is the type of game that Tottenham win. Yes, they lost at home to Liverpool. And yes, they lost at home to Newcastle. But these are two teams that are going to be challenging for the Champions League places. When it comes to beating teams that are outside of the top eight, Tottenham have beaten all of them. And this is the type of game that Tottenham always win. And this is the type of game that Leeds always lose. So I think Leeds are tailor-made for Spurs here. This is going to be Tottenham's big bounce back just before we break up for the World Cup. And I like Tottenham to get it done. And I love Tottenham at this price with the line consistently moving towards us getting a bigger price on Tottenham. As I said, started at 4-7, to seven, then it was 8-13, to 13, then it was at 4-6 to six for a couple of days, and now it's available at a price of 3-4. to four. So I'll definitely be jumping on Tottenham on the money line here in this one. Up next, we look at our final 3 o'clock kickoff, and it's the game here between West Ham and Leicester, where West Ham are the 21-20 favourites. It's 5-2 to two on the draw. And it's 5-2 to two here also on Leicester. Leicester have done well to get themselves out of that relegation conversation. And I think they've got nothing to lose here. I see this being an attacking game with goals being scored at both ends. The selection of both teams to score is available at 4-5. to five. We're riding data here mainly for Leicester who have uh, seen both teams score in 11 of their last 13 away games while West Ham themselves haven't been kept off the score sheet in any of their last nine competitive games at home. So I think this is a very, very strong play. The last three head-to-head encounters between these two teams saw both teams to score land and they've averaged 4.7 goals per game across their last three fixtures against each other. So I think we see more of the same. I think we see both teams scoring here. And I think there's value on a selection at 4-5, to minus 125. Moving on to the final game for Saturday. And this is an interesting one because if you told me at the start of the season that Newcastle would be favourites to win at home to Chelsea... I would have thought that you were insane, but that is the case. Newcastle are flying high. Chelsea are struggling. And that's why Chelsea are the two to one underdogs to win here against Newcastle, a team that they do usually beat. So we'll see how important historical data is here. It's 12 to five on the draw and Newcastle are available here at seven to five. I like Newcastle to win this game. I think that if you look at the data, it's very, very difficult to pick against Newcastle. This Newcastle team have scored 
over three and a half goals in four of their last seven games. They've enjoyed an incredible rise since being bought out by the Saudi owners just over a year ago. And they can move into third place ahead of this World Cup break with this win against Graham Potter's Chelsea team, who are suddenly stuttering. Um, Four of Newcastle's last six Premier League wins actually saw both teams score. Both teams have scored in four of Chelsea's last six competitive outings. So I definitely think we could see Chelsea making a contribution here. But ultimately... I will take Newcastle to win as Newcastle are unbeaten as pre-match betting favourites throughout this entire season, winning six and drawing two. If you feel more comfortable, you could take Newcastle here as a pick. This wins if Newcastle win and pushes if it ends up being a draw. You only lose if Chelsea win, but I just don't see that happening with the way Chelsea have been playing as of late. Almiron is in great form here for Newcastle. Callum Wilson is in great form. Um, When you look at what he's done as a manager with Joe Linton, a player who's heavily criticised as an attacking purchase for Newcastle. He's turned him into a midfielder and he looks like a world-class player. It's not just a case of who they've signed. It's a case of what he's done with the existing players there. Yes, the signings have been good. Kieran Kieran Trippier has been brilliant. But ultimately, this is down to Eddie Howe and I'm going to ride Newcastle here to get a positive result here in this one, the late kickoff on Saturday. Before we move on to Sunday's games, let me take this time out to tell you guys about WinBet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Over at WinBet, great odds. Great promos and great payouts are all happening right now. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. If you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and get a $100 free bet. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgallonpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgallonpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, the offer subject is same. Send conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where play for winbet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And finally, let me tell you guys about the SGPN Merch Store. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN Merch Store. SGPN gear is the perfect stock, stocking stuffer for the DGEN in your life. I really like all this merch. I wear loads of it. Some of it was sent to me three or four years ago. It's still the same as the day it arrived. So I'm hoping to get a little bit more from Ryan and Sean, but you can get yours now. Plus, from now until Thanksgiving, you can actually get 10% off when you use the promo code Dallas Sucks. And let's hope they really do suck this weekend as they're traveling to Lambeau Field to face the Green Bay Packers in what is obviously a must-win game for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So in order to get your 10% off, go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use the promo code DALLASSUCKS. So I said we were going to move on to Sunday's games um, I thought Arsenal were playing on Sunday. I've just had a look at it properly. The way it's listed is odd because they list all of the afternoon games on Saturday. 
Then there's a bunch of uh, Spanish stuff. And then this Arsenal game is shoved down the bottom. It actually says 7.45 Saturday. So Arsenal are playing in the late night game on Saturday, which is rare for the EPL. And then after that, we'll look at the game on Sunday between Brighton and Aston Villa and the Manchester United-Fulham game, which will be the final EPL game before we have the six-week break for the World Cup will be covered exclusively over on BetMEFC. So we only have two games left to cover here. One is the 7.45 late kickoff on Saturday. The other one is Brighton versus Aston Villa. So looking at this game here with Arsenal travelling to Wolves, Arsenal are the 4-7 to favourites. It's 10-3 to on the draw and it's 21-4 to here on Wolves. I just cannot make a case for Wolves here in this game. I'm surprised that we are getting under minus 200 here on Arsenal. I think they'll win this game and win it comfortably and obviously go into the break for the World Cup, top of the table. It's difficult for me to even make a case for Wolves to get a goal here in this game. So I'm happy to take Arsenal to win with under four and a half goals tacked on, going against the lowest scorers in the EPL and uh, not being able to make a case for them to score a goal here. And even if they do score a goal, I don't think Arsenal are going to go are going to score four goals against this Wolves side, who are actually defensively okay. It's just their attacking that has let them down. And we'll see if what Lopetegui can do when he takes over. But he's not taking over for this game, so we don't have to worry about the new manager bounce. So ultimately, I think Arsenal are going to win against a Wolves team who are enduring their worst start to a Premier League season in over a decade, while Arsenal, of course, are gunning for top spot ahead of the World Cup winter break. So we're taking Arsenal here to finish on a high. This Wolves side have the unenviable task of taking on Arsenal, who are the Premier League's strongest away side so far this season. And for me, I can only see one outcome. So we're going to take Arsenal to win and we're going to tack on the under four and a half goals here for this one. I also like the over one and a half goals because I do think it will end up somewhere in the middle. So if you wanted to play both players, you could take Arsenal and over one and a half goals and Arsenal and under four and a half goals. And that would give you the score lines of 2-0 Arsenal, 2-1 Arsenal, 3-1 Arsenal, 3-0 Arsenal and 4-0 Arsenal. It would give you every Arsenal win other than 1-0 to Arsenal or anything that involves five or more goals scored. So such as 3-2, 4-1, etc. I just don't see that happening. I do think it will fall within the two scorelines. So I would not dissuade you from taking both selections. Our main lean is going to be for Arsenal and under four and a half goals here for this one. As um, I just don't see Wolves scoring against an Arsenal team who are keeping a lot of clean sheets this season and are looking like the real deal, looking like genuine title contenders who could push Manchester City throughout the season. The final game here is on Sunday. As I said, Fulham versus Man United is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. So we finish with Brighton at home to Aston Villa, where Brighton had a 10 to 11 favourite, is 13 to 5 on the draw, and it's 16 to 5 here on Villa. Nothing really data-wise to support it, but I do have a feeling that Unai Emery could set up here to get something from Brighton. I think this is going to be a very, very attacking game because that's the only way De Zerbi knows how to play. But um, I think it's going to be Aston Villa trying to hit Brighton on the counter-attack. And I think Unai Una Emery could have some success doing that. His team started on the front foot against Manchester United last week, which I think caught Man United by surprise. But ultimately, this is a counter-attacking manager. And playing this 4-2-2-2 formation, 4 2 
4-2-2. Yeah, I said that right. 4-2-2-2 formation allows Aston Villa to do that. The data, of course, tells you Brighton will win this game so they're doing better than Villa this season. Brighton have won each of the last three games, scoring 10 goals across that run, which include knocking Arsenal out of the Carabao Cup in midweek, but that was a heavily rotated Arsenal team. Aston Villa, of course, have been poor. That's why they changed manager. They have lost five of their last seven league trips this season and been beaten in their last three away games across all competitions. However, this is a new manager and um, he started well against Manchester United last weekend. Obviously, they got knocked out of the Carabao Cup in midweek, but they were 2-1 up in that game. They just didn't know how to how to close out the lead. And ultimately, Manchester United managed to score late goals and win the game. But I still don't think it was a terrible performance from a rotated Aston Villa team. Your full strength side will be out here. And I have a feeling that Aston Villa will be able to get something on the counter-attack. I think this game will be a game that sees both teams score. I also like the over two and a half goals here. But I also like Aston Villa to get something. So we're going to gamble on Aston Villa in the double chance market at the price of 10 to 11 here in this one. Closing out with your final EPL lock before the World Cup and Tottenham burnt us in midweek. We took Tottenham in the Carabao Cup in that bonus show and uh, they just didn't turn up for that game against Nottingham Forest. I actually went to that game and uh, the Tottenham supporters were very, very unhappy. There's very mixed feelings. Some are saying that Conte should get time. Some are saying that he should go. Some want Pochettino to come in. Some don't. But ultimately, I think this is the bounce back spot here for Tottenham. As I said, when I was breaking this game down, this is the type of game that Tottenham win at home against teams outside of the top eight. Tottenham have won this game 100% of the time so far this season. And this is the type of game that Leeds lose. So this is a coming together of two stats here, which is what I like. Tottenham are also in a huge bounce back spot. Yes, there's loads of pressure on Antonio Conte, but I think Tottenham do sign off with a win. As for Leeds, Jesse Marsh has relieved that pressure. He's got back-to-back wins, winning away to Liverpool in a game where Liverpool were very, very wasteful and uh, getting the win last week in a barn burner against Bournemouth. But they did concede three goals in that game. If you're leaving gaps for Bournemouth to exploit and score three goals, imagine what Tottenham can do to you. Tottenham have got players back here. Richarlison is now back. Kulovevsky is now back. He's a vital player. And ultimately, I'm taking Tottenham here on the money line to get the win at the price of three to four as your lock on the show. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.